And welcome to another edition of the Power Glove Podcast. This was something I was actually thinking about doing. We haven't done a Power Glove in a minute. And then, um, I, but I actually, I was thinking about this recently. So um, Bethesda dropped the ball on the Fallout 4 update for PS5. They really did. They've been instead working on, I mean, obviously we talk about Bethesda a lot on the show. Probably half Power Glove is Bethesda related. Um, they were supposed to come out because there is a Fallout show coming out on Amazon now in April, I think April 16th. There was supposed to be a Fallout 4 update that was supposed to come out in the year 2023. Well, 2023 is over, unless it comes out in the next week, right? And uh, when asked about they're like, hey, we're, we're trying to fix Starfield or whatever it's called. What is it called, Jeff? Star Fox? St- no, not Star Fox. <laughs> uh, fucking Starfield. Yeah, it Starfield? is called Starfield. Starfield? I don't know. Uh, right. It's the Space Bethesda game. Oh, by the way, hi, Jeff the Tech here. Yeah, there you go, Jeff the Tech's here. Uh, yeah, Jeff the Tech here. Uh, he makes the show all possible. Yeah, I totally do. On Face the Mayor. Right. Yeah, there you go. So uh, anyway, um, they didn't. But then um, I felt like playing it. I was playing it for a minute. And then uh, I was like, you know what? I, I feel like uh, I watched Prey. We did a review on it. And like it made me miss playing, you know, just like being out in the wilderness and hunting shit and stuff and like killing people. So it made me miss, uh, um, fuck it, <coughs> excuse me, Skyrim, but it was offline. You couldn't play it. If you loaded your character, it would say, these DLCs are not available or these items aren't available. And it would load your character in basically naked. Or Wait, when was this? This was about a month ago. None I, of the DLCs I, were available. I think I was probably playing. I was act, oh no, a month ago I was actually getting into Fallout Four for the first time, and I was just starting to get. Uh, get really? Started. I was just starting. Yeah, I'm finally getting into Fallout Four now. Are you serious? <clears throat> yeah, you haven't been paying attention to what I'm playing on there. No, because I mean, most of the time on I'm on Do Not Disturb because I'm watching a movie, and, oh. and I don't like it when it pops up. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah that's probably usually why. But uh, well, um, how are you liking it? I like it, but I hate the fucking dog. You don't have to have the dog with you. You know that, right? How do I get rid of the dog? Talk to the dog and tell it to wait for me I at home. I did that, but it keeps coming back. It, it, it follows me back. It'll follow you back, but you can also get other companions. Uh, the cool thing about the dog, though, is it will make it will grab onto raiders and make them stay still. So I've noticed good, that, so but I always shot. feel like guilty it's getting hit. I know it never dies. What is your build like? Um, I'm going mostly like uh, stealth uh, sniper. You know me. All right. I like being sneaky, and I like being a gun builder. Sniper is a really good thing in that game. You're going to need a shit ton of perception, and you're going to need your intelligence all the way up. The first thing you want to do if you're playing that build is put your intelligence at a nine. At a nine. I mean, at this point, I'm just now learning the game, so I'm probably going to have to redo my character and start over. uh, I can tell you the best builds. Um, well, don't don't tell me the best builds. Let me let me explore it. That's part of the fun. The uh, intelligence perception build is really good, but it takes a long time to get off the road. That's where you actually start making your own power armor, and your rifles are usually laser, and they're fucking immaculate. Like one shot, kill everything. Yeah. But uh, but you don't have too many vats points. The easiest one to do, because you really don't need good equipment or patience to do it, um, is the uh, gunslinger build. So you want all you want is a nine um, agility and a nine luck. And then everything else you put into uh, perception because you'll never get hit. You don't even need um, ammo. You'll constantly be in vats. 
it is the easiest overpowered build you can do, like mm. by far. Yeah, see, that's one of the things I kind of I noticed late is how you can like do points in the same stat. Like you can build a stat. Yeah, I thought it was like a tree. You like go one like on Diablo two. Yeah, you thought it there was prereqs. <clears throat> There's no prerequisites. Like you have to do this one, then yeah. you do that one. I didn't know you could go with that one and then that one again and then that and there's one. some perks so, yeah. in that game that are absolutely fucking useless yeah there really is like their aqua boy for instance is useless um uh the one where it vans is That's useless. good that you told me that because i was actually going to try to use that it's one. fucking useless um the the superman one where you take damage resistance all those are useless yeah, the I only one much. there's only a couple cannibals useless it's fun but it's useless uh the only perks um, if you tell me what character build, I'll tell you exactly what perks you need to do. And also, too, hacking is useless. Just do lockpick. Because hacking, you there's only one-third of the terminals. And also, too, later on, you could make your robot to be able to hack the thing for you. And you also get another character. You you get to make robots. See, that, you're going to have to actually sit down like and, like, in dude, a party with me while should, I'm doing things. You, you should see to, my yeah. bases. Yeah. Like, for real, I could teach you how to make bases and shit in that game that are like, dude, I have a base that you could not leave and still progress in the game by getting crops, money, munitions, and spare parts. And if you have a high intelligence and you're able to build things, you could build straight-up fortresses that encompass the wasteland, and you are invincible. If you actually want to go full Minutemen... You could have cannons at every single farm base and everything else, and there's something like crazy high number, like 30 or some shit like that. Yeah. So you could shoot a flare, and you could have your own army come and do your job for you. And that's a charisma I have build. I have gotten the flare so far. Well, um, if you up your charisma, you can actually build your own stores, shops, hospitals, yeah. and everything else at your bases, and you can like, make a To be labyrinth. totally honest... Now that I've gotten so far into the game, I'm thinking of starting over now that I understand it a little bit better. Yeah, but because, like, the first thing I did coming out was like, oh, scrap this, scrap that, scrap that, so those, build this. I don't, I, I didn't realize that I don't really need that right away. The first thing you'd actually want to do is go, when you go into the main, um, when you go into the main, uh, uh, fucking town, your first, your first settlement, a sanctuary, you want to go throughout the whole, fucking city and scrap every single thing that's the first thing you want to do yeah, that conquered place or whatever I no no conquered. not conquered don't even go the to commonwealth conquered. or new no. stay in sanctuary scrap every single thing you oh can yeah get yeah there. yeah the, the little neighborhood you live in whole, yeah yeah i did every that. Yeah. item scrap yeah i did it. that yeah then what you want to do is you want to build a power source and I you did. and a water pump that's the I first did. thing you want to do because that is going to generate water throughout that city constantly it's going to be your main source of income in fallout 4 is water if you're able to make water See, these are things i i built those things but i'm not using them i don't know what i'm doing it's storing automatically in the the safe at that place okay so then what you want to do is uh, when you can, you want to build, and you only want to do this to one major city at first. You want to have one home base 
build a uh, you need crystal is the only thing you need to do this. I I don't do drugs. So you go to like that little roadside thing, or you find Myrna. Uh, trash can Myrna, and you buy some crystal offer, and then I don't do prostitutes either. That's okay. And then what you do is you build yourself a radio recruitment center, and you turn that shit on. Now, if you get a medium generator, you could build both a water purifier and that for only five. So it's really easy to start out and do. Go get the dog, and then go to the Red Rocket. Scrap everything there. Pick everything up. Walk all the way back to Sanctuary and start fucking building a community immediately. This community will actually make you so much wealth. And wealth is the one that caps are what you need in this game because it's not like Skyrim where you have to make your own See, weapons. I've been, I've been collecting caps. I haven't spent anything. So you, you want to laser focus on what, it, no pun intended, on what weapon you're going to go with. So, for instance, uh, there's a build all around Deliverer, which is like if you want to do the luck gunslinger build, uh, you join the Institute and you get this really cool, uh, the James Bond um, gun with the silencer on it and shit. Mm -hmm. And if you have maxed out agility, you uh, will get 15 shots reload. (laughs) Like you'll shoot out your clip and reload and keep shooting. Um, and it has like a very, very high luck, uh, benefactor. So you're constantly doing critical hits. So if you have maxed out luck and you have critical banker, you'll be doing times five damage. And especially if you're doing headshots, if you get McCready's perk, if <laughs> you, you see, get, I, I, I think I should probably go back. If you right, get, now, what would happen if I were to start a new character and just put all my points in one section, like luck, like, like stack it all that's, in luck. That's what you do in this game. It's oh, ju- it's just like I spread them out. It's just like Diablo. No, you want to you want to. Okay, so if you're like me and you're going to go long term into a character, you put in intelligence because intelligence makes you level up quicker. That's the only thing it does. It also unlocks cool things though, like gunsmith. And yeah, that's another thing I want to do. And it unlocks a uh, hacker, even though hacker's pointless. But it unlocks nerd rage, which is really good, and scrapper because. That's one way to go. The other way to go is go full agility. Agility up to nine. Never go ten because you find bobbleheads that will give you a plus one later on in the game. <clears throat> agility is really good because it makes you a great sneaker and you got a lot of action points. So right out the gate, you could be close melee or you could be p- with pistols. It's great. Not with automatic weapons, though. If you're going to do automatic weapons, put agility as zero. No, I don't like automatic weapons. I usually do like- Or heavy guns. I usually do like sniper sneak up, and then like if here, I get close range, I do a shotgun. Here goes another thing: it's pointless unless you're going to be a high intelligence. Do not put anything in strength because armor you're not going to. Yeah, need. I haven't touched strength. You don't need armor whatsoever, and most of the shit that you get is going to be food, and you're just going to consume it anyway. And the other thing too is do not be scared to drink those Nuka Colas. Not only do they heal you, but they also give you a bottle cap. A, lo- a lot of people hoard them. Don't hoard them. But you do get to make uh, bombs and shit out of them later on. But, like, don't hoard nukas. And the great thing about stem packs, don't uh, stem packs do hoard them because they weigh nothing and they're worth 50 caps. So you could have, like, See, four- that's one of the reasons why I was so pissed off about the dogs. I keep having to stem pack the fucking dog. You don't have to stem pack the dog. I noticed that, but I still feel bad because I have a dog. There is no relationship Dude, with a dog. The I know. dog sounds like. KC, my dog. So here's another thing, too. Um, you could actually build a dog house at one of your settlements and instruct your dog to go there, and the dog will always spawn there. Oh. So if it gets hurt, it'll See, be back there. This is why there. I need you on a party chat with me so you can teach me these sh- these fucking things, man. So, yeah. Because so, it is a fun game. I, I'm getting into it, but I'm getting frustrated at the same time. There's also a build you could do what's all endurance, and um, radiation heals you. 
It's a really cool. I've seen that one, yeah. The ghoulish build. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could have that. If you have that, you could be a melee. Melee isn't as fun as in Skyrim, though. Skyrim's got way better melee. Uh, but the gunplay in that game is, is fantastic. So using VATS is so much fun. Like, there's nothing like ca- like decapping somebody with a headshot with a rifle in that game. It's so much fucking yeah, fun. Yeah, but my, my accuracy is not that uh, not that far up yet. I, I think I do need to start over, though. I think you're right. Yeah, you you can get a perception. Um, I would at least get a perception at, like, enough to use lockpick. So I think that's four or five. But you need, um, or pick, um, yeah, pick locks. Because you need that anyway. Yeah. Uh, throughout the game, and it gives you a good, decent stat. When you meet McCready and you do his mission, McCready will give you a plus uh, bonus to hit headshot, and it'll be better to, than to hit torso most of the time. So whenever when you if, when you first meet McCready, do all his fucking missions, and you're set. And the other ally I recommend too is uh, when you meet um, the love interest. Well, she's always my love interest, the uh, uh, Piper. When you meet her and you max out your relationship with her, you actually get to, whenever you discover new buildings or, I think, speech, you get double experience, which is really awesome. So that's really good with the intelligence buff. Uh, But you really got to pick a partner in crime that you're going to roll with unless you're going to go Lone Wanderer. So if you want to do Lone Wanderer, that's actually a very good way to go if you don't want anyone with you. However, the dog does not count as a person on your team with Lone Wanderer. And the dog does level up with you. So the dog will get stronger. It's not going to get shot twice and go down. It's it's. Event- I probably should do that because I, also- I haven't picked up any uh, characters oh, yet. You will. Yeah, I mean, there's so many characters that I mean, I've, that I've been with the Minimana. We've taken that fucking um, independence. You can ask Garvey to join you. Well, I'll have to you could do it. It's just like I, in I think Bethesda. I, it's it, the same thing as in Skyrim, where you can have like companions. You could yeah. do that in this game. The only difference is you have a relationship with them, and at a certain point, they give you a perk for being in their relationship, and usually an item too. Yeah. See, that's why I think I need to start over. It's all right. I, I think game, I need to start. The over. game is long, dude. And yeah, and I maybe you could help me start a new character. By the way, perhaps there's a lot of cool builds, but actually, I wanted to jump on this real quick. Actually, uh, the the re- it's funny you brought that up because I'm glad I did because I was going to do one on that as well. But I was going to say I have the best build in Skyrim hands down. Okay. And I have the easiest way to get to it. Uh, this character is like a week old and it's at level 50 already and it's got a heavy armor, um, a uh, two-handed sword, and a um, bow at 80. And it has maxed out enchantment and it has maxed out um uh alchemy and in and uh, smithing okay. it's the easiest build ever <clears throat> first off okay dude the best character in the game by far hands down no question is orc for real their power really? is the most overpowered thing <clears throat> they have a their power is better than any shout in the game uh, except for one, I'll get into that. And and this is this is my top five things to do in Skyrim to become OP. And I started the game on on hard mode. It's I'd never. It's always on. Um, what is it called? AD it starts with AD. Because uh, it's novice and intermittent. No, it's not intermittent. Oh, uh, adept. Adept. Yeah. So I always play it on adept. <clears throat> so here's the things you could do to become super OP super early. 
Number one, invest everything, everything in alchemy. Anytime you could do alchemy, do it. I fucking hate using alchemy. It, dude, it takes so much time to pick all the flowers and A couple shit. of things. A, it's a license to print money. I can make potions that are worth three grand, and they weigh 0.5 pounds, right? I could do that. Alchemy is the easiest way to go super OP. You can make buff potions that are so strong, and you could do alchemy so easy because once you can enchant anything, get anything of alchemy and, and destroy it, and then get a couple of soul gems together and make your buff to alchemy. That is number one thing you can do to become super OP. You can make potions, and the easy thing is, is you don't have to experiment. You could eat the ingredients, and it'll tell you exactly what to do. We're talking about, like, making your health go so, so above where it should be. Number but one. I thought you couldn't stack, like, if you were to take a, a filter of health, say, you could only yeah. hit, take one. If you took a second one, it wouldn't affect you again. No, but it will heal you, though. So you could take multiple amount of time, and you can also go, I'm going to use a buff potion of sneak or a buff potion of a plus two to sword or plus buff potion of this or that or the other. You could yeah. stack all of them together. And it's very easy to max out alchemy. And once you max it out, you master that skill, and you get all those skill points back. You put them in your combat skills, and boom, you're off to the races. So here's another thing. The Shrine of Azura is available at level one, to encounter as soon as you get out of that fucking dungeon. Do that. The Shrine of Azura is a hard quest, right? Because you have to fight three Daedra in it. But you get a soul gem that you could keep reusing over and over and over again. You get that and you get anything. But they have the flawed Varla, uh, Varla stone now. Well, I'm saying you want the Azura stone. So yeah, the I know. Stone of Azura, it's like the best item in the game because it always recharges. Yeah. So, you could start it with it now. You can make alchemy, and now you can start enchanting things. You are on your way. And brother, I'm talking about. I'm playing an orc warrior, and this is the first two things I did. Now, step three: join the companions and join them early. Here's why: when you complete the companion missions, not only is Ayla open for marriage, you can have her on your side. At she any- was my first wife, by the way. Dude, she's the best. Uh, you could have her on your side, and she will teach you up to level seventy-five archery. So every time, ask her to. Every time you level up, ask her to hang out with you, have her train you in archery, take the money back, and then say, "I'll wait for you at home, my love." Keep doing that over and over again. Then, after you beat all the companion missions as well, you go in and Scorn and Thorn or whatever the fuck their names is. One of them will teach you heavy armor all the way up to level eighty-five, and the other one will do great sword up till 85 dude all i do is make potions level up go talk to them level up those skills go make potions rinse and repeat and then also to the uh number four is what you want to do here's another license to print money at right when you get out of the dungeon and you go to that first town um riverwood ask for the bounty there so They'll give you a bounty to this one bandit camp. And in that bandit camp, there will be a spell of transmute. It's able to do at level oh, one. Oh, I know that. Yeah. You turn iron, iron into gold. gold. Yeah. And then what you do. Iron it, to silver to gold. And then what actually. you do is you make rings. And then what you do is now that you have that Azura star, you just make tons of rings of improved sneak or alchemy. 
And then what you do is you sell those rings. They weigh 0.3 pounds and mine sell for something like 2,500 bucks. Easy. And then you can double enchant them later. So that's step four. So there you go. Uh, right now, so start off as orc, best stats, right? And I'm talking for anything, even a wizard and shit, dude. Start up their superpower makes it take they take half damage and do double damage for a minute. No other power is that good. <laughs> Plus, they have the combat stats and um, that are in just the right areas. Like they have perfect twenties across the board, except for light armor, they're lower and they're heavier and heavy armor. So, uh, but dude, they are tanky as fuck. So that's number one. Number two. Start brewing potions, okay? Alchemy. So this is just a little recap. Number three, go get the uh, star, star of Azura right away. So go do that mission. Number four, join the companion so you could do that that little like uh, tricky thing I told you. And uh, number five, use heavy armor. Like, and when you do, I'm telling you, when you unlock everything in heavy, like never, even when you beat heavy armor. And you can go to anything else. Like, yeah, you could use one-handed sword. It doesn't matter in shield. You can. You could that that's fine. You could use spells, I wouldn't. Never do it. But heavy armor is the most important. Here's why. It doesn't matter what weapon you use, because there is a heavy armor feat. If you do everything I said, that makes it so unarm attacks is your armor rating. I have been actually, because right now I'm playing a Kajit. With uh, the bonus uh, to unarmed yeah. strike, yeah, that so, stacks, dude. So yeah, so I I've gotten to double uh, enchantments, right? So I've got a bunch of rings, yeah, with like like and you have the unarmed has, strike exactly. Thing. So I've I've got like plus but, fifty. But are you using heavy armor? No, I'm using glass armor. So here's the problem: heavy armor adds that to it. My armor rating right now is seven hundred and fifty. Oh, you're right. There is the unarmed strike perk to that. You're Fucking right. Yes. I gotta make a new character again. God no, you, damn it. No, you don't. Join the companions and do exactly what I told you. You'll oh. get your heavy armor all the way up and you won't even have to start a new character. Dude, it's that easy. Okay. They can get your heavy armor up to 85. You just abandon the armor you're you, you know what? Keep using the armor you're doing. Do that trick and then when it gets maxed Actually, out, switch over. You know what I could do? I could go over to uh Solstein and do the fucking Amirak uh a mission. And I could do a complete reset of all my stats. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. Yeah, when what? you do when you do the drag, you know when like you go up there into the uh, to the graybeards, right? Mm-hmm. And then you come back down to town. You get those fucking cultists that attack you. Yeah, and it says you know Dragonborn mission. Go to Soulstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to Soulstein. It's an island outside of fucking Skyrim. I've never done that. That's why I'm replaying <clears throat> this. Yeah. And um, you it's a mission where you go kill an old. He's a um. He's an immortal, or what he thinks is a mortal dragonborn. He was the original. Mm-hmm. And um, what is the name that? So when you kill him, you get all your stats like back. You to basically get to reallocate your points. Re- yes, all of them. Okay, every one of them. So you can completely remake but, your character. But you get to do that anyway when you max out a stat. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. But you get. I just take, do it that way. Yeah, but you could do it to I all know. of them at I, the same time. I understand. I understand. I like the max out the stat thing because it adds a, a level of challenge. Because, dude, I have like over a hundred pounds of potions, and they all yeah. give me like over oh, fifty points plus thing, like other bonuses. Another thing is you start collecting these things called black books, and then uh, one of them you gives get the link sword too that shoots. There, like there's shit. there's this one thing that gives you a fucking perk where you can actually uh, take away any damage cost of your follower. So if you're a, your physical attacks or your yeah. shouts or any magic, 
doesn't hurt them and kill them anymore. Oh, bu- oh, fuck, I forgot. Dude, here goes an addendum to this. The best shout in the game is become ethereal. Really? Swear. Why? Because it makes you invulnerable to damage for about 15 seconds. You could jump off the highest ledges and land fine. You could be, when the dragon won't land, become ethereal right when it breathes on you. Nothing happens. And it, its recharge rate is so fucking fast. It's almost like a block button. Huh. And no, no one uses it. I always use it. It's like my number one. Even at the first level. And you find I, it. I'll start playing around with it. And you find become ethereal on the first Greybeard's mission. Thank you for yeah. reminding me that. Yeah. But yeah, so heavy armor in that, uh, I recommend. Because heavy armor, you always have a good weapon if you have that unarmed perk. Even without the enchantments. Even without them. But that's my next build I'm going to do. As soon as I max out Greatsword, I'm getting rid of it and going all unarmed, even yeah. as an orc. Because the cool thing is the Khajiit adds a bonus of 15 damage, right? However, the orc does double damage when you activate that ability. Hmm. So orc over Khajiit. But, and also Khajiit, the night eye power is pointless. Unless, unless you own a PC or Xbox. Because... Now that it's called Predator Eye, and you press it and it does the Predator Vision where you get to see heat. Oh, see, that would make more sense. It makes it way right. I know they you fucked have to up. Download because, a mod or something for that. It is, yeah, yeah. They, it is a mod, and it's an authorized mod, so it won't crash your game or do anything fucked up. But it all it does is make a Night Eye and a Predator Eye, and it's apparently like the best, like one download. Well, sorry, and it I'm sucks. We going, don't have it on PS5. I it don't sucks. want. I don't want Xbox. Sorry. No, neither do I. Fuck Microsoft. Fuck yeah. Epstein Island. Yeah. Fuck all that shit. Yeah, Japan. Way to go, Sony. Yeah, go suck a blue dick, Disney. So it's funny because here we are. We're talking. The weirdest thing is um, we're talking about retro games and how we love retro games. The two games we're talking about are over 10 years old. Yeah. Dude, but, like, but Skyrim is probably the most retro game that's still played with the exception of GTA Five. Yeah, because they're so highly GTA Five. I think, is still... Like, number one, I would think. Yeah, of it is. Games. It's still heavily played right now. And it's getting more hype now that 6 is coming out here in a couple of years. Dude, there's already so much heat on 6. It's ridiculous. But we're not talking that kind of no, shit here not. because this is the Power Above podcast yeah, where exactly. all we do is talk about video games. Cool. Well, there's our Bethesda. I guarantee you're itching to the fire up Fallout 4 and remake a new character, you aren't know, you? When I get home here in a little bit, my wife is going to church for an hour. Her mom's probably going to take her shopping. So, so I got some time to play. Cool, and I'm going to uh, play some. Um, I'm going to play some fucking Skyrim because <clears throat> I'm excited about this orc build, dude. I already did all the companion missions. Um, I'm about to finish the Brotherhood, and then I'm going in Thief now because I upgraded my rings, so all my rings have a plus forty to sneak. My ring and my amulet, uh-huh. also my arms and my feet do. And then I double enchanted them, so now it's all archery. Dude, my bow is a Daedric bow. Oh, I love bows on that game. Dude, my, so my sneak is only a 66, but dude, I could like walk right up and steal your underwear. I'm like, that's because all my enchantments go to that. Yeah. Now my bow, because I have it powered up, I think my archery is a 77, but uh, my Daedric bow does plus fire damage. I think it's a 247, plus I'm using um, the... The bows, uh, the arrows, I'm using glass right now. It gives me a bonus to 18. But, dude, and I got the slowdown, like the bullet time and yeah, shit. It's yeah. good times. It's yeah. good times. And then 
My uh, sword, though, steals souls, so it feels like my, uh, my I gems. always put uh, fucking uh, soul stealing on the my bow. bow. I, yeah. I know. I used I to, I always too. said it to one second. I always did that as well, and, it's, and I thought that was the smart way to go. It's way better using the sword to do it because you do, you do more attacks with your bow, and it's better to have your bow do damage and then have the, have the, the, the soul survivor and then steal his soul. That's what I do because it's better because you, after a while, you don't use enchantment. You just want to buff up your enchantment to 100, and then after that, you kind of, I always reset it, and then let it go to 100 again, and then just fucking leave it. Yeah. but That's um, kind of what I do, too, yeah. Oh, I found a glitch patch, too. Ah. So here's a glitch patch, guys, because uh, I always hate it in Skyrim when I, you know what? I think my Power Glove podcast might just become the, my Bethesda podcast of, like, bug fixes. <laughs> I have a bug fix, a big one. So if you do anything um, before you hit a certain level and you do taking care of business, this is the intro level to the Thieves' Guild, right? You have to st- pickpocket and then plant the ring, and then you have to make your way through the Ratway, correct? Yeah. Now, if you go there when you're too high level, there will be another mission that will take place via courier, and it will not allow you to enter the Ratway. So here, let me explain. Wait, what? I yeah, encountered this it's yet. called like the mask rogue thief or something. It's oh the oh the the gray cowl. Yeah, the gray cowl. Yeah, so, that's a good. Fu- I like that thing. So, but if you don't do the ratway first, there will be a note on the ratway that will not let you access the ratway. It will block. You cannot click around it. It will be that note. You'll take that so note. So if you're like level one, it won't let you in? No, no, no. If you're level one, it will definitely let you in. It's like when you hit like level 25 or whatever, whenever the gray cowl activates, if you have not yet been to the rat way, it will not let you That's enter. not true. I've no, got, no. no. So, dude, it happened to me today, but I found a patch for it. Okay. So what happens is that this dagger will be like, instead of going through the note, it'll be on the side. It'll be glitched. Okay. So, and you, it won't let you enter. And it won't let you, because it won't let you pull the dagger. So yeah. it won't let you get the note. Even though you already read the note, it won't let you pull it because the dagger will be sideways. So here's how to fix it, guys. Activate your uh, the foos force uh, shout to try to shout the dagger down. Foos. Now, if that doesn't work, what you want to do is you want to get an exploding arrow. This is what worked for me. Yeah, the fire arrow. The fire arrow. And if you shoot it, the fucking dagger will go flying, and it will then allow you access into the ratway. So that is my bug patch of the- I have never encountered that issue. Well, now you know the bug patch for it. Okay. Okay. I have another bug patch, but it's not 100%. But it did work for me. If you are playing a single-handed- weapon like sword or whatever uh i've only experienced this with sword it made it so i was at a certain level but the damage still did at level one or at level 15 rather and i was like what the fuck and i couldn't get it i reloaded it this and that and it kept doing it and i you know dropped the weapon picked it back up all that stuff here's the way i actually got rid of it i actually um uh, went to a someone who could train me in one-handed weapons for whatever reason that solved the problem. But I had it unequipped, put somewhere, did that, came back, picked it up, and it worked. So there you go. Okay. So there, yeah. Well, they got a lot of moving parts on the game, so they they can't be perfect. You know? No, they, yeah. They, they, they do mean, the best they can. Dude, for a 15-year-old game, that game is fucking massive. Now, isn't there a new one coming out soon? They're in the works? No, no. Uh, no, no Elder Scrolls Six is probably going to be around... 2026. Oh. 
And then yeah. the next fallouts were going to be like probably 2028. <laughs> well, yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it for Dude, a while. Their games have lifespan, man. But the, the problem is, is I'm glad they're doing this. But the only problem is, actually, I'm not. I'm, I'm not glad they're doing this because it's going to be PC, Microsoft only. Um, or Xbox only. They're not going to be on any PS4 or, sorry, 5, whatever. They're going to yeah, be exclusive. Yeah, it's going to be the next-gen fucking it shit is. way in the future. We're going to be too old to be playing that but shit by then. The funny thing is, is when those things release, they're not even going to be fixed till the next five years after they're out. I mean, they're like right now, yeah, they, imagine- they just fixed Skyrim. Like, recently, November 30th yeah. is when the last patch came out. Happy birthday to me. But right. no, think think of this though. Like they're developing games that they're going to release in 2028, right? But they're planning on that game running on technology they're using today. I mean, in 2028, I'm sure. Well, the problem is, is the games that they are, the games that they're releasing is the power is there. The games are always behind because they're pushing for games that the technology is quite new. Like the Xbox and the PlayStation Five are only a few years old. They're only yeah. about four, and the average lifespan of a console is a lot longer than it used to be. Yeah, the average lifespan. Of, well, not necessarily, but let's put it this way: the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo uh, sixty-four had a very what twelve, fifteen-year lifespan. Then think about how long the PlayStation Two lifespan was. Man, that was a long I, fucking lifespan. I would still play one now if I had one. And PS3 had a short one. PS4 had a fucking long one, and I'm PS5 so is just out, and yeah. and uh, uh, like it's still new territory. I mean, even the PS4 games, they, the PS4 had such a long I lifespan. Think PS3 was the one that was really short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, PS that whole series did. Xbox 360 and also uh, the GameCube did not have a long lifespan, which sucks because the GameCube was amazing. The GameCube was phenomenal. No, wait, the GameCube was uh, during the PS2 era. My bad. And the the original Xbox. That had a short lifespan, too. Yeah, what was Nintendo doing during the... Uh... The Wii series, which sucked. Oh, yeah. I mean, Wii was okay. It was fun for kids, but it was fun for kids. That's the problem. No, a lot of people say there was good games on it, but, like, it just... it it The controller there was were, wonky. Yes, it, it was. was. Just, like, that the is whole... exactly right. I actually the... tried to play Resident Evil 4 on Wii, and I could not fucking do dude, it. Dude, but I will tell you what though, man, they fucking made up for it with the Nintendo Switch. That is a fucking phenomenal system. Like, the what? idea of having a, a Game Boy that hooks up to your TV and the graphics are PlayStation 3 quality is a fucking phenomenal machine. Dude, it, Skyrim runs on it great, speaking of which. It really does. But mm. it's an, but don't make it an excuse to rebuy that fucking no, game. I'm not going to. Because it looks so better on the PS5. It really does. It's night and day. If you actually play Skyrim, if I, I've looked at gameplay in Skyrim, like the, the cross comparison, and it is fucking night and day. Dude, if you see it on the PS3, it is gross. Like, it, I mean... I've seen side-by-side side comparisons. The, the characters that, yeah. still on the new one don't look as good. Like the site, like the courier, for instance, if you go up close, they look disgusting. But the weather and the graphics and the water and everything yeah. else looks great. You know, even the fish jumping out, the fucking uh, God's Rays and everything else. That's why I'm really looking forward to fucking Fallout 4 being re-released. Damn it, they need to do it because here's my one of my biggest complaints about Fallout 4 is the goddamn thing looks too bright. It looks way too bright. That and, is true. And way too blue filter. I have tried looking through their mod section for their graphics. They really don't have anything to offer. They have a green it up and they have nights are darker and they have... Um, 
a couple of other things. Um, but like that, the problem with that game is is the environment sucks on it. Like, and yeah. also it's very very blue filtered, and you can't adjust the lightness and the darkness. Yeah, you can't. That's a problem with it. Where Skyrim is like fucking gorgeous. It's still it probably. Is. I think Breath of the Wild is a better looking game, um, but it's an art style. And I think that um, the Viking game, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, has a great look. But dude, like, like fucking Skyrim's a beautiful game. It is. To be honest, though, I really wish the people who did the graphics for GTA Five would do the graphics for fucking uh, Skyrim. Really? I think their graphics are way better. I think they're too... I don't want to say cartoony, but it, there's no. something about them that looks artificial, where Not Skyrim looks pretty natural. There's a video of... Uh, I don't want to go into semantics, but there's a, a video of like a Saudi Arabian prince who saw a video of someone playing GTA Five and he thought it was real life. Wow! Did you ever see? Um, that's on PS4. You need a. Um, I know the game looks dated now, <clears throat> but when it comes to atmospheric, it looks super real. real as uh, the game Vampire. V a m p y r e never played it or y r rather it's a very cool game it takes place in the uh, nineteen eighteen during the Spanish flu and uh, you're a vampire and you're in um, you know you're on the other side of the pond there and it's a game that plays kind of like Assassin's Creed or Witcher and um, it, it it uses the Witcher engine for, for sure. But the graphics on the game are amazing, and every like all the candlelight, the way it dances around and shit, and all the paintings, like you could actually, it looks yeah. like it's made out of oil paintings. Yeah. It looks really good. But I mean, you gotta admit, dude, Bethesda do make like their their games do hold up, especially yeah. with their oh, graphic yeah. changes. Because man, like when I was playing, when I was looking at like PS3, I was like, God damn. But then again, there was some good PS3 games out there. Like we were just talking about. Um, speaking of consoles being pushed to their limit. Dude, Ace Air Combat 5. Fucking A. That game, like, your P... I would still play that game today they if need I could. They need to re-release they that. They do. They're they re-releasing really so many games right now. Why not that? that Why was, not that one? Yeah, that was, I agree. That was the best of all of them so far. If if they if they made, like, Ace Air Combat 5, uh, and not, like, Gold or Platinum Edition, but if it was just a re-release, like, a remake, yeah, like, just, like, take... It, because... All the storyline was in animation anyway. Yeah. They could keep the animation yeah. and just redo the gameplay, and I'm fucking in. Take my seventy yeah. bucks, you know. Yeah. I mean, they got uh, they got fucking Grand Theft Auto Vice City from from no, the fucking. Here's second. what I mean, though: the cutscenes of that game are all anime. Yeah. So you could actually just re like clean the graphics them. up yeah. and have the missions Easily. the same and the. And dude, take my sixty dollars. I'm in. Yeah, like fuck I, yeah, I, I would fucking definitely rebuy that. Yeah, I'll buy. I'll pre. I'll pre-buy that. Yeah, for you real. Got, you got me on the pre-sale as soon as it's there. Yeah, and give me like my cool free unlockable plane or whatever. But keep the and, gameplay exactly the same. Keep and the don't story. Don't take Nagase's voice away, dude. Just do what you did with Diablo Two. Exactly. You know they did the same. They kept all the same sounds, all the same music, all the same voices. Just all they did is up. cleaned it up. Yep, and cleaned up the cutscenes, and you don't even need to clean up the cutscenes in this game. Yeah, because, they're fine. Because they're fine. They're animated, yeah. so it doesn't matter. You know, it's all anime anyway, dude. That that needs to happen. You know what? That game is the only thing that comes close to Makros Plus in that kind of genre of of anime, of airplane drama anime stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Almost nearing space travel in Ace Air Combat. Almost. Nearing. Uh, nearing. 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 But they, it was fine, though. That game was fucking dude, fun. Or if they made a direct sequel, which would be that in space travel, would be dope, too. Let but. me ask you this about Ace Combat 5. How many times when you beat it, you saw that last screen, the fucking final, final screen, and you saw the final credits, you went back and started again? To be honest with you, what I actually would do is I would not start it again. I'll tell you why. Um... Every time I'd lose a mission, I would go back to the beginning of the game and play the mission that I did not yet get S rank in to earn like oh. battle points. Oh, okay. So by the time I beat that game, it was S S S S S S S all the way down. And then the last one, if I beat it and only got a C, I'd be like, I basically S ranked the whole game. So I'm going to put it down, and then when I picked it back up, I would try to get that S rank, and I never would, and then I'd restart it. And usually, but I've only restarted that game twice. It wasn't like Resident Evil 4, where that game, dude, I'm telling you, have you played the new Resident Evil 4, right? The remake? No. You haven't? Not yet. Dude, it's a great, great fucking game. It's one of the best games I ever played, honestly. I replay the original more. Really? It, I swear to you. There's it's there's something about the gameplay of that game that's so comfortable, and I think that's why we like five so much too. Is Ace Hair Combat Five had such a great gameplay? That's I think that seven didn't do it for me because I like the gameplay of five better. Yeah, it just seems so cookie cutter. And the missions too were like very, very, like less. It reminded me more of like you must four. Yeah, Ace Air Combat 4 was very technical about how you had to do yeah. missions. You had to fly low at a certain point or do that or do this. Where is it in uh, number five, it was more like time limit. Like, please get so many points within a time limit. And right. that was way fun- funner because it wasn't like, oh, no, I'm above altitude. I'm going to get auto shot and killed, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Or, oh, no, the but There was that one mission where you got to fly below the canyon. You had to fight the ke- the helicopters and the... Uh... Yeah, but that was fun, though. And then you had to fight the ace fucking squadron. Yeah, but that was fun, though. It was fun as fuck, dude. I was the ace skirting over the fucking mountains and shit. That was better than you're automatically detected. Yeah, kind of thing, and you know, it like they there were stakes in the game. They they made the stipulation make sense. Yeah, is what I mean. Is like when you're flying through the canyons and stuff, they gave stakes to the game rather than oh, uh, mission failed, and it's like clear. You know, this like a city or whatever, and you're like, "What? What did I do?" You know, yeah. th- that's I hate in those games. Where like, oh, the truck got away that you were supposed to protect. Or didn't you like it when you had the option of like you accidentally hit this button or that button when you say you like this? Like when when Chopper would talk to you, and he'd ask yeah. you a question, you say yes or no. Yeah, that, that was would choose cool your too. next mission. You didn't know it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that wasn't in every mission, but it wasn't. I think a, a few, couple of them. There was like three different missions yeah, like that to, would be affected your, yeah. by two choices. Yeah. So that was it. Gave it a role playing element too. Yeah. Also, I liked it too. It was this was in um, that game. I don't know if you remember this, but there would be a uh, a specter. So it was a plane that the only way to unlock it would be to destroy it, and it would be not on. Like it was one plane in every mission. It would have a certain color scheme. It would be like a shiny Pokemon, if you will. Like it was, yeah. It was one plane that was different. And if you shot it down, you unlocked its paint. Yeah. For like yeah. a plane you currently had, uh-huh. dude. That was my favorite. I would not play the next mission until I got every paint scheme in the yeah. game. 
to customize you like oh fuck yeah because that's what made that game so fucking fun is customizing like dude i swear to you you know me i am such an 80s kid i had the tomcat but i had like the (laughs) special tomcat yeah you know the one that had like the the fucking four missiles that would shoot and like scatter around and Uh shit yeah and it was so much fun after you beat it and it was the tiger stripe one and it was so much fun after you and i had i think i had the all gothed out black one too the stealth tomcat Uh uh-huh yeah and then, of course, the YF nineteen. The the YF nineteen was the coolest. But dude, I swear, I swore I flowed that fucking tomcat. I, you know, what? I I I didn't have a favorite. I plane. I had like what mission I wanted to do, and yeah. I had a specific plane for that mission. Dude, the bomber was the funnest too. The stealth bomber, the stealth one that. Bomber. Yeah, the, I didn't like it. It was too slow. I like the. A-10. Did you get the? Did you get the stealth bomber that was white? No. Okay, no. that one was fun, and then also too the YF nineteen that or the, yeah yeah that or right am I right the YF nineteen? No, I think you I think you're thinking of the Y two the one that had the triangle uh, fucking wings and it was stealth and it was black. Yeah, you're thinking of the Y two. That was my favorite yeah. plane, dude. That the one that like the 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 the, the, the only, wings would fold up and like spin around and shit. The only problem with that though is that that plane had a low payload. That's why I really like the fucking the the F the F thirty five the Tomcat the, oh, re- the fourteen yeah yeah the fourteen but the upgraded one the stealth one yeah. that thing had such a high payload, dude. Now. You weren't as maneuverable and shit, uh, but, like, man, like, you could take on fucking so many missions and not worry about payload at all. Like, it was so much fun. Like, you felt like RoboCop, just, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, like, to all the land units, (laughs) and then, like, someone would engage you, and you're like, all right, bitch, here we go. And then it was so much fun, too, after the uh, mission to watch the replay of, like, all the missiles fired. Like, you when you start getting into it, you're like, the fuck it, you're like the eighth You'd maneuvers sit, yeah shit. you'd sit back and you'd have a beer and you'd be like yeah watch me oh yeah and it was cool because it did the missile camera where you'd see the missile coming into like hitting the battleship yeah. be like fuck you battleship now do you remember the one the one uh mission where you find out you're being betrayed and you have the fucking the a492 like hunting you yeah and if they come right at yeah. you right how many times did you fl- did you know that mission was coming you fly your fucking uh your your four you're, you you get your air fighter with a four lock on uh, missiles and you yeah. fire off the same and you time. hit them and like every once, I done yeah. once in a while I get every fucking one of them just boom. That was, well, I mean the reason why I used that plane is it had eight. Yeah. So you could hit all of them in one flyby, and I remember doing it. It was so fucking satisfying. Yeah, and they, I got to a point where they couldn't touch me. It was like hearing bacon pop. It was yep. just fun. Oh, man. All right. Well, 45 minutes in, we started talking about Bethesda. Then we went about to uh, you playing Fallout 4. And then then we talked about bacon. We talked about Skyrim and things you should do and how my fucking playthrough is going so easy that I think I'm going to have to turn it up, like, even higher. Not survival mode, though, because survival mode sucks in those games. Because the cold will kill you anyway. There's no way around it. It's just so stupid. It's like, yeah, it would be cool if it was radiation damage like in Fallout 4 where it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. It makes it possible unless you're Nord, and even then it makes it like fucking, ugh, it annoys me. It annoys me too, no end. It does make food usable. And then we started talking about Ace Air Combat 5, which we swear we're going to do a whole episode on, but I guess we stoned our way into it. (laughs) All right, man. Well, good having you on the show. Ah, yeah, no problem. And uh, we haven't done one in a while, so right on. All right, dude, talk to you later. All right. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start.